Hey there, Super Sober Heroes. It's your host, Sober Steve, the podcast guy. And before we jump into today's episode, I want to take a brief moment to ask for your help to shape the future of gay A. Over the years, this podcast has grown and evolved as I've grown in my sobriety. And recently, I've been investing wild amounts of time, money, and energy to find ways to level up this podcast so it can get heard by the people who need to hear it. I want to take a brief moment to check in with all of you, though, to see what you love about the current show and what could be better as I'm growing and moving forward. In the show notes is a three to five minute survey for you to complete. I kindly ask that you pause this episode and take the time to complete it if you haven't already. You are kind enough to give me 20 to 40 minutes of your time each week when you listen to these episodes, and I want to make sure it's time well spent. So please let your voice be heard. Thanks, SoberPod, and enjoy the show. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Gay A, a podcast about sobriety for the LGBT plus community and our allies. I'm your host, Steve Bennett Martin. I am an alcoholic, and I am grateful for getting the chance to celebrate the holidays with my family. As of this recording, I am 209 days sober, and today I'll be sharing some advice from listeners as well as myself on staying sober through the holiday season. Now, many of you might ask if this is your first go around, why is it harder during the holidays? or you're experiencing it right now. Just for many people, I've found that so oftentimes the holiday season comes with this expectation for joy and happiness. It's literally marketed as the happiest time of the year. And so for those of us that don't feel happy during that time, it oftentimes makes us feel like there's something wrong with us. And that feeling is dangerous for us alcoholics or those that are sober curious. In addition to that, it is a time of the year where many of us do gather around and get together with our families, and families are oftentimes triggers for us. I know that my family kind of brings me right back to where I was when I was a younger child or a young adult, and those behaviors from back then aren't always healthy. They weren't healthy then. They're not healthy now. They're not helpful towards my sobriety, both physically sober as well as emotionally and spiritually. One thing that I've heard a lot of people talking about is also how difficult it is to go through the holiday parties at work. These are situations where people oftentimes drink very heavily and you're expected to go as an employee of your organization. So even if you normally avoid those people, places, and things, you find yourself having to basically show up and in a holiday party or get through a holiday party where many of your trusted and coworkers and confidants are getting hammered or inebriated at least. And so that could be very hard for people to get through on their own. And also looking back on the past year can be hard for many of us. You know, the past couple years have been very difficult, I think across the board for everyone. But especially for alcoholics, I know so many people that have gotten sober in the rooms or stayed sober through the rooms or had a relapse during COVID and came back. And, it, you know, looking back on the past year for me not only involves looking at the past six months of my sobriety, but also those first six months of the year, which were kind of my downward spiral to my rock middle, where I will, you know, as I get closer to past Christmas and into New Year's, kind of reflecting back on the year, you know, it's half positive memories, uh, but also half negative ones that I'm going to have to acknowledge and move on. So I did go ahead and do a post on Instagram asking some of our listeners to give us some feedback on how they plan to stay sober during the holidays. Uh, Laura's from last week's episode recommends that if you feel stressed or tempted, just leave. You're always given a way out. I certainly agree. 
I uh, am setting kind of hard limits on what I will and won't tolerate as I go through the holidays between Christmas Eve and Christmas Day with my family, as well as we haven't made New Year's plans yet, but I know that as we make them, I'll certainly have situations I'm comfortable being in and the situations I am lucky in many ways to have a spouse where I can have a safe word for him, for us to be able to make our exit if we need to. And so, yeah, just being ready to leave if the situation gets to be too much for you, finding your way out or planning your way out in advance can certainly mentally prepare you for the worst, you know, prepare for the worst, hope for the best. That's certainly something that I'll be doing this holiday season. Jay Dusty Grimes also recommends avoiding triggers at all costs. That is very similar advice, but also very important to mention those triggers. Uh, Triggers are things that oftentimes will make you want to pick up. There are sensitive subjects, there are sore spots. I know that as much as I'm going through my steps and trying to overcome a lot of the issues that I had growing up and accept that everyone did their best, I know that Certain triggers for me that I'm likely to encounter during the holidays include my mom picking on my appearance because she's always been very highly critical of that. My brother bringing up childhood arguments from decades ago because he likes to cling on to the past. My mom and my dad bickering, which is almost a guarantee over the holidays, but it severely triggers me because they fought so much growing up. And with my in-laws, my sister-in-law just in general being a horribly racist homophobe. All of those things are triggers that are likely to make me want to drink. And so being prepared to avoid those at all costs, whether that be leaving the room, leaving the party, coming up with coping mechanisms in advance, ways that I'll handle those situations when they come up, all of that kind of mental preparedness will help me get through the holidays. More positive, we also got to hear from Charlie Gray, friend of the podcast and author of At Least I'm Not the Frog. I definitely recommend if you haven't listened to his episode yet, going back and checking it out because it was an amazing interview. But he shared that he's going to stay sober through the holidays by reminding himself that sobriety is one of the best gifts he shall ever receive and staying humble and grateful. I know that staying humble and grateful is certainly hard during the holidays, but one way that I'll be able to do it is by following his advice of reminding myself that sobriety is an amazing gift that I've received. It's so true. I mean, six months ago, I would never think that I'd be grateful to be an alcoholic. But here we, when I first started off, I was so miserable over the idea of accepting the fact that I was an alcoholic that it was hard for me to even say it at first. But now I am proud because being an alcoholic brought me into these rooms. It brought me into a lifestyle that's able to help me become a better version of myself, teaching me tools not only to stay sober, but to thrive in the world that we're living in right now teaching me about acceptance, teaching me about overcoming past trauma. I mean, these past 209 days have been such a gift and changed my life for the better. So yes, remembering that I'm grateful for these changes is going to be a huge part of it. And the Eric Blue shared that he wasn't sure how to do it, but then the universe gave him COVID. While that's certainly not a recommended course of staying sober through the holidays, having to quarantine from everyone, I do hope that you feel better, Eric. And my advice is that you keep your program close, whatever that program looks like. For me, that involves following halt, avoiding feeling hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, Uh, especially when you have a combination of those things. You know, we're all geared towards loneliness around the holidays, anger, dealing with triggers, feeling tired, and just not only physically tired, but emotionally tired. And so making sure that you're following your program so that you avoid those 
triggers can help. That might also include meditating. Even if you can't sit down and do a full guided meditation, even just taking a few moments to yourself to do purposeful breathing can be a great way for me to relieve anxiety or stress in the moment. Just living in the moment and being aware of your surroundings, being aware of your breath and kind of regrounding yourself through the stressors of the holidays. Also, one of the positives that have come out of the past year or two is that meetings exist everywhere on Zoom. And most organizations that I've heard of are doing marathon meetings, which means back to back all day and all night on those holidays to help you stay sober. And lastly, if you can't make it to a meeting, definitely reading literature about sobriety or listening to sobriety podcasts like mine can certainly help. So reaching out for sober support would be my last bit of advice, whether that be a fellow in your program that you share, sponsor, friends that are also sober, friends that are aware that you're sober and kind of help you through it, or even just reaching out to me with an email. I love hearing from listeners. So if you're interested in just saying hi, sharing how you're doing through the holidays, what you're doing to stay sober, or if you want to get involved with the show, you can always email me at gayapodcast at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at gayapodcast. I want to thank you all for listening. Please rate wherever you're listening and review if you found this information helpful. Your ratings and reviews will help other people find the podcast. And also make sure you're following us wherever you're listening so you can get new episodes when they come out every Monday and Thursday. And until that time, stay sober, friends.